This is the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Bounty Hunters, we don't need that scum. A Utini Patreon exclusive featuring Star Wars news and discussion beyond the expanded universe. I have never met a Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. And now, it's time to collect those credits. As you will. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Hey everybody! Welcome to Bounty Hunt, a Utini Network podcast where we hunt down all the extra content in the Star Wars universe. I'm back! I have taken over once again. I am your host, Eric Eilerson. Take that. I have taken away my rightful position from Charles, who's not here, but joining me on this week's hunt are two of my greatest friends. We have Dr. Corey Helton, straight from Night Shift. How are you Hello. doing? Wow, I'm very blue in this shot suddenly. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, tired, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm real tired, you know. But I have coffee, so we're good. We're good. That's good. That's good. I, I do not have coffee. I have a Rockstar energy drink, but what's really giving me energy today is the glorious face of Wes Jenkins. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am also tired, but for <laughs> uh, for selfish reasons, I had a me weekend, and I went fishing yesterday, and I came back yesterday afternoon because I had a softball tournament this morning. Thus, well, my face is red. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Wes, could you call that maybe a meekend? Oh, I like that. A meekend. Yeah, a meekend. Right. You just make okay. that up. I've literally never I heard did. that. I did. I just came, that, I came <laughs> up with that. Well, I'm glad you guys are here. And folks that are watching us live, hello. Folks that are watching us later or listening, hi. Hope your weekend week is going great. Hope your weekend was great because it's almost over. Let's be honest. Uh, but if this is your first time in Bounty Hunts, we hope you are enjoying it so far. And if not, have a good time. Watch the rest of our channel. But we are going to look this week at The Bad Batch, Season 1, Episode 7, Battle Scars. Full spoiler warning right here. We're going to talk about the show in its entirety, what happened in the episode, what we thought about it, and maybe have some theories near the end. It'll be a great time. It'll be relaxed. Um, before we start, though, I do want to say in all sincerity that, guys, last week was the first Bounty Hunt or Living Force episode I have ever missed in Utini's wow. history. And I thought you guys did great. It was a really fun show. Oh, thanks, Dad. Thanks, man. <laughs> we tried hard. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I did have to punish Charles for thinking he could do what I do by kicking him off the show this week. But beyond that, uh, no, it was a really fun show. I'm glad to be back. It was very weird not being on the show, like watching it go live, being like, ah, oh. it was odd. I wasn't a I'm fan. So much better than this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I can just take time off. These guys know what they're doing. What am I thinking? There you but go. But anyway, praises aside, we hope everyone's doing well. Let's jump into what happened on this week's episode of The Bad Batch. We began by seeing our intrepid heroes finishing up a snatch and grab job for Sid. We learned that they've been doing a couple jobs for Sid the Trandoshan, and they are in a lot of debt. They need one big score, basically, to try to even anything out with her. Wrecker and Omega then share their post-mission ritual by having some space popcorn while the rest of the crew runs into Rex, Captain Rex, who is the informant from last week. That's right. They didn't make us wait for that. He is who the Martez sisters were talking to. Oh, my God. Rex is in this episode. Loved it. However, Rex immediately finds out that they still have their inhibitor chips. And because of what happened in the Clone Wars Season 7, he's a little worried about that and thinks he meant it to protect Omega. But after a tense standoff, he says, all right, we got to get those out of your head immediately. So they head to Bracca, the planet of Jedi Fallen Order fame. 
Uh, while on the planet, the crew journeys through a Venator-class starship and encounter numerous obstacles, from a beast in the water that tries to grab wreckers or going across a rope until they finally get to the medical bay. And then the biggest obstacle appears, which is Wrecker himself. Uh, as we've been wondering for the past few episodes, it did finally happen. Wrecker turned. Wrecker snapped. Good soldiers follow orders, and Wrecker opened fired on Omega and Rex and the entirety of the Bad Batch. What followed was a very tense battle throughout the ship, including Wrecker acting kind of like a Friday the 13th villain chasing down Omega as she tried to hide from him. Eventually, however, Rex, hero that he is, did stun Wrecker, and him, as well as the rest of the Bad Batch, all got their chips removed, including a very sweet moment where, despite her fear of him initially, Omega would not leave Wrecker's side until the chip was gone. After Wrecker was better, he gave a heartfelt apology to Omega, and the two got their reconciliation and, of course, their post-mission snack. Afterwards, Rex leaves the ship and returns to his group, who's trying to help kind of figure out their way in the Empire. Hunter goes out, says a goodbye, but the last second, the Scrapper Guild calls in the Bad Batch's movements to the Empire. All right, boys, before we do any in-depth conversation, let's go around. One to ten, how would we rate this episode? Corey, let's start with you. I'm going to give this one a perfect ten, man. This is my favorite episode so far. Like, by nice. far. Like, I loved it. I watched it twice, and I loved every, I love every moment of... Uh, both episodes, uh, both times I watched it, it was phenomenal. Loved it. Fantastic. All right, Wes, what do you got? I am going to give this episode a 7.8. Oh! oh. 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 7.8. Oh. It got cold in this chat. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> damn. All right. All right. I um, you better have some damn good arguments for that. Let's I go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to give this this episode a 9.5. I, 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 I love this episode. It's my favorite since the pilot. I might love it better than the pilot. I'm not sure. Like, the pilot was tough because it's like any first episode of something. It's like the first mm -hmm. book of a series. Like, it does so much work. And then you're like, ooh, okay, I'm in. But I love this episode. Absolutely. Very, no, I'm, I'm super psyched to talk about it. Uh, yeah. I want to <laughs> point out, Cheryl in the chat made a great point that I should have said in the intro. Rex absolutely made his appearance in this show, like Strider and Lord of the Rings. This yeah. was absolutely into the prancing pony, sitting in the back. But the only thing he was missing was like his cigarette, like to light yeah. up his face so as he smoked it or whatever. <laughs> Rex doing death stick that I would I would I would love that. I do love though how he has this giant cloak and then he has the very clear 501st armor. Oh yeah. I know. No one knows. <laughs> I know who I the am. big reveal. <laughs> exactly. Well, what was he gonna do? Is he gonna kill those guys because they wanted to see? Like, what the hell, man? Like <laughs> I well, all right, let's let's, let's go into him first of all, obviously. So so Rex is back. In this episode, again, why I'm wearing my my her my her universe Rex shirt, love it very much, very comfy. Um, and it was cool because we knew he was coming from the trailer. We saw that right. he appears in at least in an episode. And I know last week you guys talked about all the possibilities that the um, Martez sisters could be talking to. And I know Rex Rex did come up a little bit. So, um, what do you guys think overall of Rex's implementation in this episode? Uh, West, I'm gonna start with you because Corey obviously you gave it a ten. We'll yeah. we'll go there, but Rex. Uh, sorry, Wes. You don't get that name yet. Rex. You're not worthy of that, Mister. I'll go by Rex. <laughs> uh, what do you think so, about uh, Rex specifically? Um, so after we spoke about it yesterday with the the R two unit, uh, Charles spoke about kind of gave it away that it's probably going to be Rex. Mm -hmm. Um, so I kind of knew that it was going to be Rex. Obviously, the big the reveal with his arm coming out of the cloak, and you could see his armor. So 
kind of knew that, but then he didn't really go into what he's been doing. Right. Remember when, Mm -hmm. uh, when echo asked him, what have you been doing? And he's like, "Ah, I've just kind of been laying low. Is that another side story? Is that a comic? Is that some right. kind of like uh, social media post, something that's on StarWars.com? We'll, we'll never know. Yes. His, his, his actual answer was, it's a long story. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> crazy. Um, but uh, I mean, I think he was a good he was a good addition. We were obviously going to see him because we got the sneak peeks from uh, from the sneak peeks that Disney Plus gave us. But um, I don't. I don't know. I don't think he actually did a lot in this episode. He just showed up and he was like, take that shit out of your head and let's, let's keep moving on. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that is, I think that was, that was the first draft of the line. They said, all right, D you can't say that, man. This is star Wars. You can't say, get that shit out of your head. So let's, let's take it again. Uh, Corey, what'd you, what'd you think about our boy Rex showing back up? I, I was, you know, I'll take the other end of the, of the argument from Wes here. And like, I, I think, I think his, his purpose as a plot device to see in his eyes like just how terrified he was of the prospect of bad batch like not having dealt with their inhibitor chips yet i mean he was ready to stand off with them immediately as soon as he found out like hand to the blaster yeah hand to the blaster and they're like whoa 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 hold on bro and and i think that's what made them take it so seriously right so like you know, and he's seen some shit. He almost killed Ahsoka, right? So, I yeah, mean, right. And yeah. I, I thought this was a really good reflection of his his character to see him sort of flashing back to the most traumatic, awful moment of his life, right? Where you couldn't control yeah. it, right? You could see that, like in his in his character now, which I I really liked getting getting to see that. And no, he didn't really do much. Uh, you know, I wonder what. I don't really know why he's here. Why did he Why did he come to Bad Batch? Like. Mm-hmm. Well, Maybe, I'll, t- I'll take right. that over if I have a theory of mine, at least, I think because uh, I, I agree. I think he did a good job with it. And I think his purpose is kind of what you said is to really, really kind of give the importance of getting those chips out, because even though the Bad Batch saw in the first episode, like, oh, OK, this is bad. Right. They mm-hmm. saw the, mm-hmm. the guys attacking Jedi and such. They seem to have kind of put it on the back burner and to have Rex, who they all know, who they did the mission with in season seven. Like they know Rex is a hard ass. Like Rex, right. he does not mess around. And like you said, the terror that really kind of went over his face when he mm-hmm. realized, oh, not good, yeah. um, really kind of made it important. And the fact that he knew to go to Braca to to get them out was also key. And I think that we we've been talking in the past episodes of Bounty Hunt about how long would this particular story arc go on right how long would the headaches last and i think this was a great length it's almost halfway through the season yeah right and i'm glad they didn't just figure it out one day randomly i think bringing in rex as a trusted confidant who again fits in with um the martez sisters because ahsoka botches Mm -hmm. for them the y-wing with like you know it all works at least canonically and will we know what Rex is doing with the Martez sisters and his kind of underground rebellion, how he gets to Wolf and Gregor? Maybe yeah. not in this show. We don't need it in this show. So uh, let's kind of talk about that, though. How did yeah, sure. how did um, how did the Martez sisters know to contact Rex through Ahsoka? I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I still think it's a giant assumption that we're saying that they are speaking to Rex at the end of the episode, yeah, right? I mean, right. we, we still have no confirmation. The only thing we get is like this weird robe kind of thing, which maybe yeah. that's the hood thing that Rex was wearing. The well, end didn't of the he episodes, say, perhaps, he said, but... didn't he say the Martez sisters in this he did. episode? He, he, he name dropped. No, them. He yeah. name dropped them. He says they, they told him, but that does still doesn't necessarily 
guarantee that that person they were talking to was Rex. Could I mean, have been somebody. It, else. Right. Like it's somebody else in the party, right? Like maybe it's Bail Organa. Maybe it's maybe they Soka. all have the same cloaks. Yeah, maybe they all have cloaks. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Up at JCP. They're working the same way. <laughs> and Rex does say that he's with somebody else too, right? I mean, he says yeah. that there are other people get gearing up to fight, right? So who else would that be? It has to be Ahsoka. It has to be Bail well, Organa. I think that's what I'm wondering. I think Bail for like the head of everything makes sense. Um, like I don't think Rex is. Like he's not a fulcrum agent or anything like that yet, but I think the early times of that, I again personally, I think he is—he's the liaison between other people mm-hmm. like that. Um, so talking to, uh, <laughs> yeah, so Cheryl, sorry in the chat, Cheryl's like he's wearing the same outfit. It was Rex and Obi Wan says they all share that one cloak, and I love that idea. They have one cloak. <laughs> right, whoever's on the com, sister out of the traveling the cloak. cloak. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> But but I like the idea that Rex is is kind of just trying to gather up anyone like all these people at the beginning of this Revenge of the Sith post Revenge of the Sith era are just trying to find anyone. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, Bale is trying to reach out to anyone. Ahsoka's in hiding. We know because of the novel. Mm-hmm. And I like this little bit mm-hmm. of Rex being like, OK, I will reveal myself for a, for a bit because I trust the bad batch. I need to make sure they're OK. And then he leaves. And I, and I like that idea that he didn't force them to come and that we didn't have to go through that whole thing. The one and done aspect, I think, was nice for him in this, yeah. in this particular format, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, I, I want to ask you guys then about Rex's and I guess all their reactions to Wrecker's snap, because obviously we've been getting a good old Uncle Wrecker. And I love mm-hmm. that. I love cute Uncle Wrecker in this, uh, this whole show. He's been so sweet. He's been mm-hmm. a great team player. And then now we get the complete yeah. switch of this is the wrecking ball. Um, no comedy, no nothing. It basically turns into a horror show for a bit. Right, um, right. Yeah. How did that hit you guys just emotionally? Uh, I definitely think the the moment where it like zooms in on his eyes and the sound effect of when you see him turn and everything is one of like the coolest, I think, moments of the show so far. Like I mean that was awesome. I, I really love yeah. that. I love that trick where where you silence everything else, or you it's like the record stops, like right. Mm-hmm. So, like I thought that was that was sick. I loved that. That was one of the coolest moments of the show. It reminds me of the the Resident Evil music that hits whenever he grabbed uh, whenever he grabbed Goggles' throat. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, <laughs> I never I never noticed as throughout the episodes how like intricate all the scars were on Wrecker's face. Yeah, I got. I understand. Yeah. I remember seeing it's the wild. one on his ear, but the one across his nose, and then when he was like leaning, grabbing his head, you could see the veins in the side of his head. Yeah. Like there was a lot of intricate work that went into right. creating his character and the other characters as well. But um, yeah, no, no other episode I saw, but this one was like all that intricate detail on how like what Wrecker uh, actually looked like. But mm. that whole snap part was great. I mean, it had the whole. The whole whoop de doo when he was like looking for uh, Omega and he pulled the he pulled the piece of yeah. metal away and she wasn't there after her looking at it with the camera kind of got a clever swerve there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was uh, that whole part was was great, good uh, climactic end to that whole headache uh, arc that they were doing. I guess. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And and I think the the best idea of it, which again I think Justin just said in the chat, seeing it through Omega's eyes was brilliant. I think yes. that mm-hmm. seeing this. They, like, they've had such a sweet bond and it's, you know, everyone's like, oh, is it just Mandalorian Grogu? Is it the same thing? I was like, no, nah, man, 
It is yeah. not. No, and it's different. I, yeah. Yeah. And, and she, she almost she almost shot him, dude. Like yeah. her finger in the trigger. That was like, I'm like, oh my I God. Like I really yeah. thought she was gonna I kill him gonna. for a second. I thought that was gonna be the crazy twist of this episode. Is she like shoots yeah. him? Maybe even it's a non-fatal injury, but like I was like, shit, that was heavy. It really was. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I think the fact he was, that he like, was scary even, too. Yeah, like the fact that we can even think that in a Star Wars show means like yeah. we know like no, the good guys don't shoot the good guy. Like for the most part, I mean, Revenge of the Sith aside, um, there's usually we can assume that they're all gonna make it out. But I did think I agree for a second that oh my god, do we lose Wrecker? Yeah, <laughs> I really thought like, that. Yeah. Might be the case. Where we, do you go we, from here? I know. We right. still have no idea what the show is going to conclude with. If they're going to be, I mean, are they all going to die in some epic battle? Like, is it, Ooh, is yeah. it going to, is it going to, you know, I don't, I don't know. We've already lost, we've already lost, uh, you know, one guy. So who are we going to lose yeah. more? Right. Are we going to lose yeah. everybody else? I don't know. So, yeah. And I, and I, and I think this was a great episode maybe not like a mid series finale, but you know, like how like a lot of TV shows will do the first half and they'll take a break for a couple of weeks and they'll come back. Like mm-hmm. this very much had that vibe. Yeah. Like, great. This is the first giant phase of bad batch was getting the inhibitor chips out. Now they're officially free of that. And now I think the second half will probably bring back a lot of the crosshair stuff. And I think that's where we're going to go. Cause now we don't yeah. have to worry about mm-hmm. record anymore. Right. Um, but I really liked it before we get off record. Um, I really did love how Omega wasn't able to talk him down. Cause like, I think that for lack of a better phrase, the power of friendship has a lot of power in star Wars, you know, like, yeah, uh-huh. like it's me. This isn't you. Yeah, yeah, like 90% yeah, of the time. Exactly. Oh, I know you're right, <laughs> kid. You're right. You're like, damn it. It worked again. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And that, that yeah. would have, that would have completely invalidated order 66. I feel mm-hmm. like right. if they, if they had gone down that route. So to see, you know, if Rex couldn't stand up against Ahsoka, like, yeah, you know, there's no way. Yeah, Wrecker's gonna be able to. So. Yeah, Which that's also, like that's think, like the ultimate, right? Wreck yeah, standing right. up against Ahsoka. If you, nobody can break that, has yeah, been which is a, beautiful. The and I think to come back from, and it retroactively makes that moment even better. Like the fact that yeah. Rex could hold it for even t- ten seconds, right, shows just how strong that bond was. When Wrecker and Omega, who I would argue have a very very strong bond, right, um, he was like, no, not even a flinch. Like, nope. nah, you're going to die unless you're I get stuck. Free and traitor, man. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. he's going to kill this yeah. little girl. All right. Remember the Cheeto puffs that we were eating together? We do it all the time. She's <laughs> like, ah, just chokes the life out of her. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that was sick. You know, I really, I really enjoyed their their sort of the way it, it really hung up on their relationship a lot this episode, too. I mean, this was the episode about. And we get a lot of stuff to happen in this. When we have yeah. Rex, we get the turn finally. And then we also have a lot of development, I think, about Omega in this episode as mm-hmm. well, right? Because, you know, we see just what a bond that her and Wrecker have developed. And, you know, when she was like, no, I'm not going to leave him. She like pulls that chair out. I mean, that was freaking adorable. Oh, like, I, oh my I love God. Yeah. And, uh, no, no pun intended, Corey, on the Omega slash pull the chair out by your chair right next to you oh uh, yeah yeah exactly yeah, my, that's funny omega my, my secret live omega. omega chair i know yeah <laughs> yeah but I, yeah. but I but it it very much i bet as a doctor too i mean that's like the person at the hospital it's like no I'm, i gotta wait for my yeah my uncle to wake up you I know. know it's heavy man and, and seeing seeing her react like that was really heartbreaking and like yeah if we do lose any of the bad batch through this show i mean i think it's 
I mean, that's going to be really hard to see that through Omega's yeah. eyes. Because I think we can assume if anything happens to Bad Batch, nothing's going to happen to Omega. They can't kill a child no, in, I, I agree. in a Star Wars no. TV show. They're not I going to. That. There's no I way it's going to happen. I think she's going to join. Uh, I mean, my, my go-to answer for everything is like, Fulcrum. everyone's going to join Fulcrum. It's going to be Bail Organa, <laughs> Sabe, Cassian Andor, Rex. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, man, Fulcrum. that'd be a great faction. Yeah. That, that's oh, a whole other God. book, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I... Yeah, and I, I agree because I think that Omega had a really great moment in this episode, too, where she's like, before the surgeries, she's like, well, if you all die, I'm yeah. here and no one knows. Like, yeah. she's, if anything happens to them on any planet, she is just stuck there anywhere. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> like, which is hard for a kid that never left Camino, you know? Also, you know, this is kind of related, but just in case there were any doubts, you can't just have brain surgery like this is depicted in the show, guys, <laughs> just for the record. Space <laughs> magic brain surgery. There's like, there. there's like no, there's no anesthesia. There's like yeah. no, no recovery period. He just like wakes up and he's fine. Or having a chunk of his brain cut out. I'm like, all right. Now that no, now uh, we're talking yeah, about also, that. Also, it was like this is a this is a ship that has been derelict for God knows how Thank long. Thank you. Yes, it's not yes. sterilized. I know. Like let and and the power still available. Like. Yeah. Uh, you well, go yeah. to any one of those ships and then stick your arm in there and get it to work. Dude, like, come on. The rule of Star Wars is righty tidy, lefty loosey, power on Like, whatever <laughs> you got to exactly do. It. That's exactly it. And, it like, works. It now is like not the time to raise a stink about the medical ridiculousness of the inhibitor <laughs> chips Wars. and them taking it, been, being right. taken out. Like, this is like <laughs> medicine in Star Wars, particularly in the Clone Wars, is pretty freaking far fetched. Right. In so, back to is like rub this like lotion on anywhere on your body and you're good. Right. Go back and listen to our episode about medicine on Living Forest where we talk about all that stuff. Yes. But yeah, removing the inhibitor chips particularly is kind of ridiculous. The speed at which they do it is, even since the Clone Wars, has been pretty dumb, in my opinion. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Blind Fates uh, put it, I think, very medically. He just had a chip removed from between the brain squigglies. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> you know, you just put around in the squeakies. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't really know why they chose to go the surgical route. Like, you have to, like, cut it out. Like, why couldn't they be? Yeah. You just have to hit it with, like, a, the right frequency or some shit. Like, <laughs> I don't. Oh, like, are they even, like, physically? Like, just yeah. smack him in the head hard enough and then the chip will break. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, couldn't they, like, buzz it out, like, from the outside or some crap? But no, they literally cut a whole. They all have their yep. little stupid band aid on their forehead. Yep. Yeah. Where they, like, come on. What if they, like, extracted it like they did in the Matrix whenever Keanu had mm -hmm. his bug sucked out of his belly button? Oh, where you could oh. see it? God, I hate that part. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man maybe I more believable it. than the brain surgery to be <laughs> yeah. honest but yeah, yeah it's still Although, i mean uh, i can okay. i can kind of get behind the whole power thing but like i don't know it's a pretty it's a pretty small plot hole west to give this an episode of two and a half points off of like <laughs> overall score so I, I don't know man i don't know i just didn't see it i just didn't see it going anywhere outside of all right we got the inhibitor chips done now what what did they learn they're just and then the very end the scrapper Gil is like, hey, I saw him notify the Empire. It's the same. I, yeah. I think yeah. it's just the same thing we've seen um, in the past weeks or the past weeks. See so that? yeah, what yeah, is I... the what's like the overall goal here? What is the what is the big bad that we're gonna see? Mm -hmm. I want to see that. I mean, we're just we yeah. keep building up to that. I see it. Yeah. But, well, um, I think they did a good job with leaving that in at the beginning of the episode because Sid is like, you know, we're now in debt to Sid for forever essentially if we keep doing these jobs so she's like all right, right. we need one big score 
to be even. So they kind of laid that in. I think that's probably going to be the next episode or two. Hmm. And also now that we don't have the inhibitor chips anymore, it's like, all right, that we can now forget about that mm-hmm. and go <laughs> straight on. Um, I didn't want to ask one more thing about the chips. Sorry, Corey, to cut you off because Obi-Wan put this in the chat earlier and I missed it. Um, he said, with the chips, Wrecker says he was fighting it at the end, but he couldn't. So does that mean that every single clone is sort of trapped within their own mind trying to fight out of the chip and can't? I don't know, man. Because that's, pretty that's heavy. horrifying. That's it like is. get out <laughs> for millions of clones. I some know. Some are stronger than others, and they some automatically right. switch over and some are just like like what yikes. is this what is this i know right yeah, that, that is interesting scary. Just, uh we're just scary so Corey, what I were know. you gonna say uh i was gonna say we i was gonna say this this episode feels a bit like a turning point with the with the idea of like what the rest of the show is gonna be because yeah. i really liked that rex asked uh hunter the question in this of like you know, what are you going to do now? And he's like, honestly, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to figure it out for what's best for my squad. And like, that was somewhat refreshing to hear because it makes it seem like, you know, they're not, they're just kind of taking it one day at a time. Like, and there is a lot of unknown and there is, this is a star Wars story. That's like, not just here is the big bad. This is the plot of the show. It's incredibly predictable. I mean, I think I really enjoy the fact that we're watching an animated cartoon and it's not super predictable so yeah like i mean this sort of unknown of what the heck bad batch is going to do is is cool and I, I like seeing that that's also their perspective is like they don't really know and it seems yeah. like they've really come around the idea of like it's their mission is highly related to taking care of omega specifically for whatever reason yeah so you know we keep getting that that we're a family vibe sort of rejuvenated like almost every episode it seems like and you know i'm enjoying i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying this yeah. sort of unknownness of the show well and i'm especially interested now because i believe i'm going to pull this up silent in another browser i think now that we've had rex through we're through everything we've seen in the trailers because we mm-hmm. saw those igarian slavers we saw the bow we saw omega and then we saw rex coming up over the braca um kind of hill oh, there. Braca. Let's talk about Braca, Braca. for a second. Yeah. So, yeah, because we saw in the chat, one, uh, Obi-Wan says, I wanted to see Cal Kestis pop up in the background. Man, that would have been like, cool. But yeah, Braca, like, Braca. again, complete all these planets, scrap man. Planet. A complete scrap planet. I thought it was yeah. just, you know, one portion of the planet, but like, Same. Right. Same. it's just a garbage heap. <laughs> yeah, but they're using big that, fan those... of, uh, big fan of seeing that, that, that planet come into play. Like, yeah. I think I think Braca is an awesome planet. I, I would love to go back to that planet in the game. <laughs> yeah, we were all pretty big a... fans of Fallen Order as well. If anyone has yeah. talked, it's been a while now, um, but we all historically really had a great time on that, except for Zepho can die. Yeah. <laughs> Zepho can get death. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it again. I installed I installed it on my laptop again yesterday, and I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna try playing it again on some of this night shift if I have some more downtime. Because that's, that's a I've, great night shift. Game. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And like one of my buddies just got it got it for the first time and just started playing. He, so he's been texting me about it. So it's kind of got me fired up about it because I, I did blow through that entire game in a weekend. If you remember correctly, I remember so, that. Yeah, I remember oh you God. telling us. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hundred percent completed it in like three days. I did days, it in hundred so. percent yeah. completion. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the, and the next gen update just came out for anyone that has the yeah. next gen console for PS. Like now, like the graphics, because that was the biggest complaint on consoles mm-hmm. is some of the graphics weren't as great. Mm-hmm. But now they've really used all the new hardware, so yeah, that could be yeah, really so, dope now. And I'll be playing it on PC, and I played it on the original Xbox One previously, so like I'll be it'll be a different game. I feel like a little yeah. bit. So I'm I'm excited to play it again. Braca was 
such an awesome creation by that game and really cool mm -hmm. to see it brought into other stuff. And we mm -hmm. keep getting excellent, excellent world building in this show. Like, it just keeps getting better and better. Like, yeah. I, actually, I actually paused it when I watched it with Caitlin to point out the color patterns on, the, like, the rusted ship. It's just like... So Dude, cool. somebody, amazing. somebody spent so much time just getting the rust right on on yeah. the on the Jedi cruiser. Like yep. it looks really, the patina, really good, if you will. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it looks just it was really, really good. And also, we we I can't believe we forgot to talk about this. We got a uh, what was the creature? Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh. Was that not a Rathgar? I'm pretty damn sure. Rathgar. Yes, thank you. Rath oh my Rathgar. god, that was killing me. I'm like, it's not a Dianoga. Was it? It's yeah. not. A it had I the think it was. It had the teeth thing and the tentacles, and you know, okay. like, tell me you're not hauling Rathdars, right, or whatever, <laughs> or from Force Awakens. He's like, we're hauling Rathdars. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure that's what it was. It was just like totally blown over. Only there for like two yep. seconds. So why did I Rathdar. think it was a Sarlacc? Sarlaccs don't have. I did they too. Just have mouths. They yep. don't have tentacles. Yeah, yeah man. Oh, wait, hold on. It was a wait. It was a Dianoga. No to the way. The sub said Dianoga. That can't be right. I thought. Wow. Gotta, okay. We gotta check I this know. out. I have to check that out. Maybe so, dude. It definitely looked like a Rathar. I thought it, it was gonna be. Hers. I thought it was hauling Rathars. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was a really cool, a really now sick. I, moment. Now I don't know what Dianogas look like. <laughs> I know. Not question because I'm, I'm looking at the. Uh, all right, it's time for us all to look it up. All right, Dio Dianoga. Let's just pull it up. We're watching a live, out. watching a live stream here. I'll just do a screen share. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Look yeah, I mean, it looks scars. like it. Dianoga was was that in? Uh, yeah, they, they want to see OBS. Four. I'm I'm show, I know I'm showing you the wrong. This always happens. I'm showing you the wrong. Yeah, Bad wrong Batch screen. declassified is usually they go. have those on there. Yeah, I guess right. it is. Okay. A, I guess a it kind of is a Dianoga. Well, here's, here's okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, the only interesting Dianoga is this thingy. Like. Huh. All, right. all right. All right. It's a Dianoga. It's a Dianoga. All right. That's lame. Lame. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Much less interesting than I thought it was, but yeah, the artwork was continues to be incredible. Yeah, just gorgeous, and it's just—I mean—the amount of planets we're going to is still just—I don't know how it's financially feasible. I mean, I know they got a lot of money for this show, but my God, they're just making planet after planet after planet. Yeah, yeah the fuel—the fuel has probably got to set them back on that every too, one of yeah. their, like every one of their uh, missions. So yeah, yeah, that that laundry list that. That Sid gives them, and yep. including including the tab that that Wrecker and and uh, and Omega are running up for popcorn. <laughs> no Come idea. on, they're just like, what is that stuff? Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, fuel itself is probably the bulk of it, if not. Yeah, um, all that hyperspace travel and like, it'll be interesting to see now if they do this big score, right? Whatever it may be, if, I'm assuming they're gonna have to go to like a populated planet because that. Well, I feel like all big scores happen like in the middle of a. Of a capital city yeah. um i'd love to go to naboo frankly i think that'd be dope um i'm just throwing that out there um but cheryl said a really interesting thing she's like i'd like to see them reflect on life outside the military and maybe deal with some ptsd and after effects and i'm like especially now after record did this this is another traumatic event i would also love them to like have a, have a quiet episode you know those like fire around the fire episodes where they like kind of just talk it out to be like you know mm. Yeah. What are we now? We these in, these inhibitor chips were literally things in our DNA and in our body that are gone now, and now we're capable of literally doing essentially whatever we want. And what yeah. does that mean? I think that could be a really interesting 
yeah, episode sure. down the line, or at least a conversation that they have. Because I, I think that I don't know if, if Wrecker is going to shake this that easily, you know? Yeah. I, it was certainly more interesting if he doesn't. I would like to see that as well. I mean, because they've like seen some shit, right? I mean, Bad uh-huh. Batch is not just your average run of the mill clones have been in a war fighting droids, right? They're like, yeah, they've seen some pretty dark stuff. So, yeah, you know, we'll see. Yeah, a good, a good round table, kind of like how they had an alphabet squadron, how they all it's, got to know each other. Exactly what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Oh, it's just so there's so many cool possibilities now going out of it because they are so free of it. You know, they have so many options. Now in the second half of the season. So as we get to the second half now of the season, not the episode, it's not that long, guys. Um, do you think that we're going to get Crosshair back now? Because it has been a hot minute. We have Crosshair still. Mm-hmm. We still have Fennec Shand mm-hmm. out there, right? What do you think is, what do you think we're going to get first? More Fennec Shand or more Crosshair? Yeah, I don't know. Good question. Either first, may, first maybe they're all going to be the same. I don't know. Yeah. First, oh, I cool. think, do we get do we get Crosshair and Fennec Shand dueling each other trying to be the one to capture the bad batch? Oh, we, yeah, <laughs> That'd be, <laughs> that would be rad. <laughs> just yes, a sniper, would. a sniper fight. Let's for snipe a good off. Half episode. No, it's really boring. It's just one wide shot, and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Pew! <laughs> <And> that's the <laughs> whole. It's like Pong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be that would be cool, but yeah, I think I I agree. I think okay, Cheryl in the chat agrees. Crosshair first, um, and then maybe Fennec. But I I don't want to go speaking of Fennec for a while, just because we haven't I haven't talked to you guys in a hot minute. Did you guys see that this week they they confirmed that Book of Boba Fett has finished production, has finished filming, mm-hmm. and they let it leak that there's gonna be flashbacks to like what Boba Fett was doing before Mando. So. Oh, wow. wow. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I that love really that. Good. Yeah. That fantastic. I mean, we're just fleshing out all these stories so much, and I, I hope we get more with Fennec as well and there and that. And, you know, someone made a great point that we all thought Fennec Shan was like, oh, underused in Mandalorian. Ah, oh, that one episode, that sucks. Now she's like, nope, season two, Bad Batch. Yeah. Both <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah, she's really turned out to be a really neat character. And, you know, I have to, I have to commend, like, the Disney Plus team as well because they put Loki on a Wednesday and they put Bad Batch on Friday and I got to tell you getting two shows in a week like is ooh man it's pretty rad I got to tell yeah. you go watch Loki y'all it's really good also Loki is phenomenal <laughs> holy <laughs> crap so good maybe, maybe the best pilot episode there's been of any of the Disney Plus shows like I think including so. including well, Star Wars shows like yeah. it's pretty damn good like yeah yeah anyway anyway excited for Book of Boba Fett can't believe that's coming out. Like that's just right around yep. the corner, guys. We're already halfway through the year. Like, yeah, this holiday season, we're gonna get Book of Boba Fett and Halo Infinite. So you're not gonna see me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. y'all. Mm-hmm. So uh, Justin in the chat says the next big mission to themselves is to get Crosshair back and then get his chip out. That's interesting. I love that's that. I hadn't thought about that, but they yeah. know now. They got their chips out. I know. And seeing yeah. how seeing how the brain surgery takes like two seconds, it should be easy. It's easy. Maybe they can just shoot him with from a maybe tech can figure out how to shoot him from a distance and get it out. Like that oh, would be a cool. surgery gun. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And, but put on Omega's bushes. Hey, tick, give me the brain surgery gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
All right, Crosshair. Oh, I think you It took seven seconds. No, you're a good guy. Man, that's what we were missing. We were missing the we were, we were missing the impressions. There you go. There you go. Oh, glad to serve. Happy to serve. I gotta get a mages one for tomorrow night. Uh oh, good stuff. Well, well, hey, any uh any other thoughts that we've 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 missed on this episode? I think that I mean, this... Wes, friggin' tell me you're giving this episode higher than seven and a half now, damn yeah, it. Yeah, always when we talk about it, I, I kind of go up from where we were at. I'll give it an I'll give it an eight point one. I'm not going any higher than that. All right. all right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. I'll get, I'll... And one more thing I wanted to can we remind everybody or my... <laughs> forget it. Remind me um how Echo got his chip out just because his brain was scrambled when he was got turned into a, yeah. a droid, pretty much, and then yeah. a cyborg. And then yep. Uh, Omega doesn't have one. Interesting. Why did Omega? No, I think Echo Echo had one still because in this episode, because he got it taken out in this episode. I'm pretty sure they said, they said there's. He said one, one down, down, three to go. Three to go, or one yeah. down, two to go. No, one down, three to oh, go. Three to go. Okay, I guess he okay. did. Which okay. is well, Hunter, it, Echo, and and uh, what's his face? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it was kind of like his appendix. <laughs> yes, you know, because I guess it's kind of like Echo's appendix, where it wasn't bothering him. But yeah. since they were doing it for everyone, we yeah, might as well. Yeah, it's, okay. it probably explains why it didn't work. Yeah, I think that's probably right. But like, which yeah. again, apparently all you can do is shock the shit out of them, and it you know it makes it for not work. So like two years straight and just yeah. completely yeah. muddle his mind. No big deal. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, all right. One last thing here too. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, one way to stab me in the heart. Anyone else feel heartbreak <laughs> when Rex mentioned fives? Yeah, that Dude. was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, was like fives good callback. He was like, callback. yeah, and he was kind of looking off in the distance too. I mean, he was like, yeah, he's man. like, fives tried to warn me, but I didn't listen. And it's like, that is that doesn't you, man. Damn, I know that was good. Like Loved that it. that that arc with fives. Every time I think about it, like rises in my favorite Clone Wars arcs. Every like it's it's just so well done, mm-hmm. and it's such a tragic arc. Because you're watching someone that we as an audience know will not convince anyone, but mm-hmm. is right. Yeah. Right. Totally. And that's yeah. the most maddening thing when you know you're right about something and no one will listen to you and they're all going to suffer. And you're like, no. How often do you feel that way, Corey? <laughs> <laughs> Audio <laughs> listeners, Corey gave that same stare, Rex. Just <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well, RIP to fives, one of the best clones ever. Rex, I I don't think we'll get any more Rex in this season. Um, I I still think this this show is going to spin back around and tie into the Rebels like beginning somehow. I'm down. I, I think it has to. Like it's one of my favorites. I, I I don't see how another Dave Filoni original creation can end without largely tying into the greater story. Like yeah, I, I I'm gonna be really shocked. I think if they if they if this is a beginning, middle, and end story where they they start with all of these characters and they're all killed off by the end, I will be shocked if that's the route. Yeah, they're. and I think that if I'm, this is complete bad memory on my part, but I read somewhere that Bad Batch is not confirmed just to be one season. I think there are a couple potential, mm-hmm. like they're they're open for a couple. Yeah, I think. Sure. Maybe yeah, so, be. maybe they swing back around. They hear the transmissions from Ezra's parents. They're like, maybe we should go Ooh. to Lothal. That would well, be that's good. Enough, yeah, because Ezra is born on Empire Day. So he's yeah. like an infant <clears throat> right now. And uh, Cheryl, 
playing with my emotions. What does it show us, Hera freaking Cindula? <laughs> oh my God. It's uh, phenomenal. I mean, I'm telling you, there's a lot of options with the show. Yeah, and like yeah. the artwork and the production value is finally at at the most incredible place we've ever seen Star Wars animation. Yep. I'm like not ready to give it up. Like No. Like, like I've been I've, when season I, seven Clone uh, Wars came out, we were like, "This is phenomenal. Can we get more, more of this, please?" Now they've given yeah. it to us, so now I'm yep. like, "All right, let's just let's just keep it going." So, you know, and I'm personally of the opinion I like not seeing characters get killed off. I like yeah. that Finn survived in the Last mm -hmm. Jedi, right? I like that they end these shows open ended because that's what the expanded universe is for. And I don't want the story to ever end, right? Like the saddest yeah. part of Harry Potter is that there's only six of them, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's, you want the story to keep going. So I'm like, I'm like fine with them just keeping it going forever. And yeah. it kind of ties together and like, bring it on, man. Yeah. I am, I am never the person that's like, well, if the Bad Batch was around, why didn't they show up in a new hope? I'm like, cause they didn't exist yet. I know, dude, because like, that was 40 freaking years ago and <laughs> yeah. there's no other franchise that's even in the same category as this level yeah. of universe creations. Just look the hell at Leia, we're still tonguing each other, okay? It's like a oh, no. different era. Oh, Gross. no. Gross. Yeah. And they're, and they're not going to they're gonna make another special edition for A New Hope and put the Bad Batch in somehow. <laughs> like when but they're the walking anime, in. The, the animated version. Yeah, like, just, just in the background. Like, like Mary Poppins. Like. <laughs> oh, my God. But also, that being said, I think what's really cool about this show is that the original characters are good enough to stand on their own without the cameos as well. Like, the, the, like this episode was great. Rex is in my top five favorite Star Wars characters of all time, so I obviously love seeing him as we all did. Mm -hmm. But the episodes without cameo characters are still great because they've done a really great job of cultivating mm -hmm. these characters as themselves, which is honestly hard to do with a 40-plus-year-old franchise. Oh, yeah. So. All right. Real question that that occurred to me for the first time ever, and I don't know why this has never occurred to me. Does Rex dye his hair blonde? No, it's naturally blonde. Know. Punnett squares, I think. I think it's like just at a certain point, recessive genes or but whatever. They're all clones. That's not how hair yeah, color works. But you know what? I understand what you're if saying. He did if he did? I, Star Wars. Okay, put that in the book. Put that in a comic. His eyebrows. I want to see who dyes brown. his hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my god! I, I want to know too. Like, like we've never seen that, and like the war is over, and he's still dyeing his hair. Like, man, yeah. he's, he's committed to the look. Like, knocking bro. on the door, Anakin's like, "Hey, Rex, what are you doing? Uh, don't come in here, General. Don't come in here. No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, hold on, give me, give me an hour and a half. I'll be right out. <laughs> those are those ah, those God. things that you do every day to keep your life sane. So you make your bed in the morning before you leave, and you do the same things, same couple of things you do every day to stay sane. So his is. Dying his hair blonde. Uh, I was, I was just thinking, I was just yeah. thinking that Cheryl. She says the hair dyeing is probably way easier than the Star Wars universe. This probably it's probably accurate. It's probably it, just it, a, mach brain a machine. Surgery takes twenty minutes. <laughs> hair dye should take three seconds. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a natural feature of your it bed. It just like it fixes yeah. it for you. Like, like he loses it. Maybe he loses it, or maybe he 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 forgets his hair dye and he and it, that's why he shaves it for Rebels. He's like, no, yeah. I call. I can't be a brunette. I hate brunettes, and he just shaves it all off. <laughs> Oh man, that's the real talk. Uh, more Rex, more Rex. Sideshow collectibles. Please ship my Rex hot toy before October. It was supposed to be here in April. Anyway, on God, Rex's hair dye. That's how we're going out on this episode. That's fine with me, man. I like it. <laughs> well, y'all, we, I hope that the rest of you enjoy the rest of your weekend if you're having one. If not, have a West Jenkins certified trademark weekend. Treat yourself tonight. Watch this episode again. Hang up your lightsabers like I did and have a great old rest of your weekend. 
And join us again tomorrow night. Corey will not be here. He'll be a night shift playing Jedi Fallen Order. Not, <laughs> not doing oh medicine. <laughs> not doing medicine. But we will be doing our part two of our Thrawn Ascendancy Greater Good Roundtable with our very own Emma Park, uh, who is fresh off 18 live shows she did last week. Uh, so come hang out tomorrow night on The Living Force. We'll see you then. But until next week for Bad Batch, Bounty Hunt, I don't know. Thanks for listening. Keep your eyes out for our next cut, and we'll be diving into episode eight of the Bad Batch. A special thank you to Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson, and our Alliance High Command for their amazing support that helps make this show possible. Go ahead and tell us all your thoughts about the Bad Batch in our Discord community at utini.com slash Discord. Keep using those spoiler tags. And be sure to follow the main show on Twitter, at LivingForcePod, and all of us individually for our latest thoughts on the Bad Batch and all things Star Wars. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at DapStarWarsMD. Charles Zetsy Hankel. And Wes is at Boss Wes. Until next time, tick, 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 echo, tick, tick, hunter, wrecker, tick, 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 tick. You've been listening to the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Yeah? Good. To learn more about other Utini Patreon exclusives, visit utini.com.